return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. There for uh, the Kids Rock meeting. Amen. So, so uh, yesterday, you know, with a lot of friends of Levi's back for the wedding. Uh, it was it was just a, it was just a fun day. It was a blessed day, and meeting people, getting connected, and so forth, hearing about people's lives and stuff. So, I thought uh, I thought this morning it would be good just to have uh, some Firestarter alumni share uh, just on how God is working in their lives and so forth. And the pastors' conferences on Tuesdays, what we do, we we uh, take sessions, small sessions, and have a number of people share in those sessions. Pastors and leaders share in those sessions. And it gives us an opportunity to hear from several people uh, in the course of that ministry time. And so uh, this morning, this morning we're going to start with uh, Kojo and Philomena. Come on up, all right? And uh, let me get out. So I'm going to have these mics back here. So you'll each have a mic. Okay. Each have a mic. Right, so you can take a mic, and Kojo, you can have a stand up here. So, um, when, when uh, what month, uh, what, when did you move? And and here it's the winter time, right? And so white knuckle Levi drives you to Atlanta, right? So that's on. So what what month was that? What year? All right. First of all, I would like to thank Pastor Dave and Mama Jeannie for everything that we've done, and then the whole church. We actually moved. That was um, first. 2nd January, after the first night, Levi and I, we took a bold step to drive through, you know, winter storm all the way to Georgia. Um, the journey was one of the challenging um, things we've ever done ever since we came to the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> you guys stand, you guys stand right up here. Okay. It was by the power of the Holy Ghost because the car that we were using wasn't all that good, but because of the Holy Ghost... And the prayers that it was said before we left, we were able to make the journey to yeah. Georgia. And what, a, and what a time to move to Georgia, you know. So Now, you knew, of course, Levi before, you knew him before back in Ghana, right? Yes. Um, the first time I met Levi, we, we met through the gospel. Um, I saw Levi on campus, and as the first time, the hair was like, um, what do you call it? The hair wasn't like this, so... He permed the hair, so it was looking like a lady. Oh. And, 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 in, and in it was Ghana, longer. It was, yeah, it yeah. was younger, and Ghana, it was weird to see that kind of thing. So it's like, wherever you, when people are gathered, it's easy to spot him because <laughs> he was different. Uh-huh. So um, we had one lecture in the evening time, and we were just talking, and I got to know that every time he speaks, he speaks the word of God. Amen. He will not end a statement without you know, talking about um, the word of God, Jesus, and also the scriptures. Yeah. I said, okay, this, this must be a man of God. So we started talking, and from that day, he became my intimate friend. Even though we're yeah. quiet about um, six people working in a group, 
but he was the one who was very close to me. Yeah. We prayed together. We shared a word together. We go for evangelism. Everything. We were doing everything together. So after school, he... In Ghana, what, what happens is after school, we have to do national service for one year. He was posted to one area where... When he went there, he started a church. Wow. Levi started a church. So in service to the country, he starts a church. Exactly. That's what he did. And <laughs> he, he was serving the Lord. Yeah. So after, after the service, he moved back to the capital town, that is Accra, where he was there, you know, doing stuff. Then I had opportunity to also move in here and... We didn't miss communication. And yeah. like I said yesterday, when we were coming, I had a lot of friends around me, but he did something remarkable, and I think it was spiritual. So yeah. when I came here, and the Spirit of God told me that I should um, ask him to process, to also apply for the school. Mm. And it was a miracle. To him, he, he couldn't even believe it, but everything went smooth. I mean, yeah. there was... Everything went on successfully because of the power of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. I know Levi to be a man full of the Spirit. Yes. He loves yes. sharing the Word of God. Yeah. Every yeah. opportunity that he gets, he shares the Word because he knows that that's what the Lord has called him yeah. to be. So, that's and, when, and when you guys came, uh, we had an outreach on campus. You guys were just a ball of fire, sharing Christ. And, and I'm looking like, wow, you guys really witnessed. I mean, it, it was powerful. It was, it was fire. We were starting fires for the kingdom of God and so forth. So very, very anointed, really blessed. Praise God. Just to talk a little bit about the first outreach that we had. I think that was remarkable because I remember Angie was the one... Who used to be playing this one and um, Raymond and um, other guy I've forgotten his name Felix okay Felix, Felix yeah. and the wife um, George I mean George was the one who you know yeah. who was training me back in Ghana and before before I came here and then when I came here as well and I remember that first day we had opportunity to pray for people to lead people to Christ yeah, yeah. and I think that was remarkable because you come to um, a nation for the first time I mean like we had not even started classes I know <laughs> but we said hey we are going for outreach and I was so excited and we went there and I mean the Holy Ghost was so amazing it we was. led a lot of people to Christ we yeah. gave them um, materials I mean Christian materials and those yeah. books and it was awesome and to touch more, I think that before I left, we also had opportunity to go, I mean, go for my final yeah. outreach. And that day, Levi and I, we also had opportunity to minister to others, yeah. pray for people. And I would encourage everyone here, you see, it's an opportunity to, yeah. to minister the gospel to, to your colleagues on campus. Yeah. You might not be a full-time minister of the gospel, but you are here where the platform is always open for you yes. to share the gospel. You will not yeah. get it anywhere. Yeah. You see, after school, you go to your workplace. The work might be demanding. I mean, some of you have started working. You know yeah. how some of your positions are. But I would like you to take advantage whilst you're here. Amen. Become very vibrant. Let me tell you something. I never missed um, fire status meeting when I was here. Never missed one. I never missed yeah. anyone. Yeah. Unless maybe the weather... Or maybe holiday. Yeah. Because my first year, George will always... Because George will not miss it. So why should I miss it? <laughs> and, you know, when we come here early, we, most of the time, we will come before we start. And we have some time to pray. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That's, yeah. And Levi, when Levi came, it was the same thing. Yeah. You know, we come here, we pray, and 
It's, it's by God's grace. Where yeah. we are today is because yeah. of that's what okay. we sow into the kingdom. So, Philomena, that's, that's right. So, how do you like Atlanta? <laughs> Thank you, Pastor, for the opportunity. Yeah. It's good by the grace of God. Yeah. Yeah. I remember my second time of going to church. I was sitting down and they just called me. Can you please lead Bible studies? <laughs> and I was like, wow. I remembered one thing. Mama Janice said, when you yield yourself to the Holy Spirit, yeah. he will guide you. Yeah. So I said, okay. So after that day, our pastor called us and he said, can you lead Bible studies every Wednesday evening? <laughs> and I said, yes, pastor. My husband always encouraged me. Yeah. He's like, you can do it. Yeah. And I thank God. Amen. For the platform, yeah. the encouragement, yeah. and then go ahead, Mama and Papa gave us over yeah. here. It has really opened door for us in our Christian life. One thing I always say is that if you're a Christian, it's not always, it's not only in church, but even in your workplace, yeah. where people find things difficult. You as a child of God, you get things so easy. Yeah. So I always encourage everyone to take the things of God serious. Yield yes. yourself to the Holy Spirit yeah. and He will use you and guide you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. And, and God bless you, Jeannie, for pulling the gold out of people and saying you can do it. And, yeah. and at your church now, you're working with, with children. Children's, children's ministry. ministry. Yeah. Yes. Praise God. Children's ministry. Praise God. Wow, what a blessing. And I thank Mama. <laughs> Ever since we left, <laughs> he keeps calling do you have an apartment? Have you gotten a church? Yeah. And I'm so grateful, Mama. Thank you so much for Amen. showing us that love. Amen. Thank you. God bless Amen. you. Amen. And little Eunice, how old is she now? She's 13 months. 13 months. Yeah. <laughs> Just a doll. Just a doll. And a dancer. <laughs> it's interesting. Children, all children love to dance. Did you know that? And somehow we get older and then we get self-conscious like, I can't do that. And a lot of us call it CRD, which is Caucasian Rhythm Disorder. And, and uh, you don't want to, you want to keep moving, right? You want to keep moving around and stuff. So, so okay, take a, take a, just both of you stand right here. And just take a minute, share something what you want from the scripture or something, all right? And you just say, do that. Thank you, Pastor Dave, once again for the privilege. You know, I would like to share encouragement this morning. Um, can we open our Bibles to John chapter 14? Yeah, verse 12. We say, Most assuredly, I say unto you, He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these, he will do. Because I go to my Father, and whatsoever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if you ask anything in my name. You know, I would like to measure, I say, I say unto you, who believes in me, greater works. How do you do the greater works? Jesus went to heaven with his body, but now he lives in us through the Holy Ghost. And as a child of God, the Holy Spirit is to a competitive advantage. 
you must make sure everything that you do, he's the first and the most important person you consult. Because he's the one who leads you the way. Without the Spirit of God, it will be difficult to live authentic Christian life. The greater works he's talking about, you could do it because the Holy Spirit is in you. He gave him, he gave the Holy Ghost to you to lead you, to be able to do all the greater works that he was doing while Jesus was on earth here. So I would encourage you today, if you have not been taking God seriously in your life, make sure you take him seriously. You know, when you read the same chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said, said, these things that I have spoken unto you, that in me you may have peace, but in the world you have tribulation. I like the last part. He said, Cheer up, I've overcome the world. We are living in the world today where there is fear everywhere. The only place to get peace is through Jesus Christ. The world can promise a peace. I mean, now they don't even talk about peace. Everything is fear. But in Christ Jesus, we have peace. Be assured, no matter what, know that the greater one lives in you. And he has given you his peace. Every morning when you wake up in the morning, say, Lord, thank you for your peace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I have the peace of God in me. Yes. In Isaiah, he said, I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on me. Amen. Because he trusts in me. Yes. Believe in God with all your heart. And I know, no matter what, no matter the storm, yeah. you always have peace in your heart. Amen. And my first studies colleagues, we are, here because we are here today, and what, you know, I started my job, my actual job in January this year, but the grace of God that I've, I've now moved from, initially I was a um, GIS technician. I, 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 before I came here, I was promoted to GIS analyst. How can you, I mean, it's something that, it's beyond, you know, human imagination. But with God, all things are possible. You come here, you pray. You see, Bishop, I mean, you come and talk. None of us ever makes fire studies. Yeah. We're vital members. Amen. Sometimes they will be struggling in classroom, but we put everything aside. We come here, we pray. That one thing I've also makes was um, Holy Ghost Lab. Yeah. Yeah. Where we had opportunity to pray together, we share. Yeah. And by the time we leave here, you are fortified. Yeah. You are refreshed. Yeah. So I encourage everybody, make sure, the same way we don't make class. I mean, we just meet once in a week. Yeah. Make sure you, you, you make time for it. Amen. And God is going to bless you. Yes. My workplace, I can talk and talk and talk. There's favor of God. Amen. There's favor of God. Yes. And that favor is the one leading me. Yeah. And I will encourage you today that whilst you are in school, take advantage here. Because when you go outside, whatever you learn here, that's what you're going to put to work. Yeah. My wife started as, um, she was working with the children ministry when she was pregnant. Yeah. The same leadership, the same training that she got, that's what she's doing Amen. where we are today. I also started here. I'm also doing the same thing yeah. where I am today. So thank you, Pastor Dave. Thank you, Mama Jeannie. Pastor Ranin. Thank everybody for the opportunity that you gave us to be relevant in ministry. And we are so excited. Thank you. You want to say something? Okay. Yeah. Okay.
So I'd like to thank everybody and God, grace will continue to show up on you. Amen. Thank you. Bless you guys. Thank you. Amen. No, just leave it right there. Yeah. And uh, uh, thank you, Kojo. Kojo was also part of the usher team. So you can jump in and be uh, an usher and helper and so forth like that. Uh, we love it. We love it. Amen. All God's army is a volunteer army. Amen. So that is, that is really good. So, uh, okay. So next, uh, Albert and Abigail, why don't you guys come on up, all right? There's a couple mics there for you. I love it. You know, they just came in. They jumped on the platform. I kind of felt like, you know, with uh, some of you that are older know the Andy Griffith show. And it's like the Darlins. Just jump on in where you can. And they... So you guys each take a mic. So now you're in uh, Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, Abigail, how do you like it in Madison? You started out in Iowa. Now you're in Madison. How do you like it? I think I like it in Madison. And you're doing what there? I am working as a lead scientist with a pharmaceutical company. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you're doing research and yes, all those things like research, that. Yes, more research, Ah, all right. And you found a church there. Yes. In yeah. Madison. All yes. right. And uh, uh, so, and then your husband comes. So they're really excited to see your husband, meet your husband. Very excited. <laughs> and is he a guy that just sits, sits in a chair and doesn't do anything? Or does <laughs> <No>. he... <laughs> Does he get up and just start doing stuff, jumping on he in? He is so helpful. So, so helpful. So, uh, uh, one day I think they needed a drummer, and you drummed, right? And, and, then, uh, and then they learned you knew how to play guitar. And then they knew you knew how to do worship. <laughs> and you can preach. And uh, so, uh, just, you know, the Bible says a man's gift makes room for himself. Amen? Amen. So, uh, you live in Madison, but now your job... Is at what college? What university? Um, Beloit College. And that's in, is that just in Illinois or is that still in Wisconsin? Um, it's close to Illinois. It's about um, five minutes from okay. Illinois. And you're a professor in chemistry? Yes, please. Are, are, you, are you enjoying being on the other side of, uh, of giving exams to the students and so forth? <laughs> are you enjoying that? Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, well, it's sometimes enjoyable, you know, watching them, you know, Navigate their way through sure. finding solutions. So. Yeah, yeah. I would always say, be gracious if it's if it's new chemistry, uh, general chemistry. Be gracious, because when I started STSU, chemistry was not my strong point. So I like, I was like, felt like I was swimming upstream. But then I caught on to it and ended up majoring or getting a minor in chemistry. Loved it and all that. So you never know. Grace helps. <laughs> Uh, and now also you're, you're ministering or you have colleagues in Beloit at the university there, and so you're sharing and stuff, Christ. And uh, okay, so Beloit, is, Beloit College is a very interesting university. Um, it's extremely liberal. And recently one student came to me and the student was like, um, it's difficult to even avail yourself and even declare that you're a Christian. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, we had a chat some time past, um, and I positioned myself as an atheist. So after everything, she could not really talk a lot with me because she, she thought I was an atheist, not knowing that she has been thinking about it for a long time. So one time she came to me and she was like, Brother Albert, the, the thing you told me the last time, was it true? And I said, what? The, I mean, position telling us you are an atheist, talking about these beliefs and all those stuff. And I was like, no, I'm a pastor. 
Then she was like, yes, I knew it. <laughs> you know, and then she started telling me that they want to start um, Christian Association or Christian Fellowship, yeah. and they can't find any professor who is ready to be to lead them to yeah. do, and that yeah. they want me to help them start that Christian Fellowship. Amen, and, amen. Yeah. So we are now starting something like that yeah. in the amen. college. Yeah, amen, amen. And you commute then during the week? Yes, every, the every day, um, Monday to Friday, one hour to yeah. and one hour back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then coming up in November, you have a conference in Cincinnati yes. called the Koinonia Conference. And yeah. you're going to do what at that conference? Yeah, so Koinonia Conference is a time where we, we bring people to their understanding of the person of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Because the energy and the essence of every child of God is the Holy Ghost. Yeah. When Christ was living, he said that, I don't leave you alone, but I leave you the paraclete. That right. is another of my kind. Right. And he shall guide you into all truth. Yeah. So for the believer to be able to understand Christ, to walk in the knowledge of God is crystallized in yeah. the person's understanding yeah. of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So that's what we are going to do at Koinonia Conference. We are going to talk about the Holy Ghost and through that we are believing that people, will be, people I mean, will come to a deeper understanding of who He is, yeah. begin to manifest in the Holy Ghost and even recognize or realize their giftings Amen. in the Holy Ghost. Yes, and this will be like college students at this conference? or um, It will be college students and also um, young adults. So okay. it's streaming from probably 19 years down to like even 35 years. Yeah. yeah. Amen. 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 Well, we're so glad you're here. You two step up. Uh, they're going to share something here with us. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Oh, amen. amen. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, I, just, I just want to use this opportunity to thank God for um, how far he has brought us in. We want to thank Mama Janie, Pastor Dave. It's just been an awesome time being in Brookings for us. I always say that Brookings is our first home because um, in the United States, Brookings is where we landed and it felt like home. The first time I got to uh, Brookings, I was very disturbed. I told myself, I don't think I'm going to stay here for a year. I'll go back to Ghana. And I met um, Amos. And Amos... um, invited me for fire starters and when i came for fire starters i felt at home and i never went back home i'm still here (laughs) because it was just a joy and the family that uh we got the chance to fellowship with was just amazing we have learned a lot i learned how to play the jimbe here and thank you so much mama jenny i always say that you bring out the best in people fire started is it's a fertile soil and if you avail yourself and you allow yourself to be planted here, you are going to grow because there is manure. There is everything that we need to grow as Christians and as children of God here. And through the leadership of Mama Jeannie, uh, Pastor Dave, Pastor Randon, and the entire population here, it's just amazing. Thank you so much uh, for giving us the opportunity to even grow ourselves and become who we are today. So. Thank you. And if you want to add anything. <laughs> In fact, when my wife speaks, I have nothing to say again. So, <laughs> Yeah, so thank you very much, Pastor Dave Mamajini Patarandin. It's been an awesome... Um, I always say that I knew how to play acoustic guitar before even coming here, but I didn't know how to combine playing acoustic guitar with singing. And Mamajini just arrested me back there. She was, she was like, Albert... First, I started going to sing and play. I was like, oh, my God, this woman is in for trouble. Because if you're a musician, you understand what we call burning songs, you know. 
Yeah, you play and bend the song. And if she wants to experience it, she's going to have it. But I got the stage by the grace of God, and it was amazing. And from that time, I got the privilege to stand here to minister, Amen. singing and playing lead guitar at the same time. First, that is it's a very awesome place, and you are in safe hands. Hallelujah. So that's just but a few I want to add to it. All right, so can you please um, open your Bibles to the book of John? I want to speak briefly. John chapter 15. John chapter 15 from the Amplified Version. Um, I do not call you servants any longer, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you my friends. Tell somebody, God has called you his friend. Amen. Because I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from my father. So we'll begin from the verse 15 and then we'll chime into the verse 16. How many of us believe that God wants to release deep mysteries unto us? Amen. You know, what differentiates us from people who doesn't know Jesus is the, is the depth, the spirit behind the logo. Whenever we open the Bible... We see that it is Christ ministering to us. He enlightens us. He reveals himself to us. And the Bible says that I do not call you slaves. Because a slave has no business to do with the master. He knows nothing about what the master is doing. He's naive of the things going on. He works in ignorance. And ignorance is darkness. Anybody who is a slave works in darkness. But that's not where God has called us to. He has called us into light. Hallelujah. He has called us to be his friends. Because I have revealed to you revelation, illumination. I have revealed to you everything that I have heard from the Father. God, through Christ and the Holy Ghost, want to release to us deep things that our minds can't even fathom. Have you forgotten that when you speak in tongues, you, you speak in deep mysteries, right? You know, if the world is, if the world comes to the realization of the deep mysteries in Christ, all the problems you are going through will be solved. Everything you are going through in this world is locked up in the mysteries. But thanks be to God, this mystery is in Christ Jesus. And as we walk in step with Him in obedience, they will begin to transition or translate from being just slaves. And we become friends where He releases deep things to us and we can walk in the light of Jesus. Amen. Baby? And I, I like the fact that the Bible says that He has called us to be friends. Yeah. And there is no friendship without relationship, right? True. True. And relationship builds partnership. Yeah. So if we have been called to be friends, then it means that we have a relationship with God. Amen. If we don't have a relationship with God, we don't. We are not friends with Him. Mm. How can I call someone my friends? Someone my friend. I would have to be with the person. I have mm. to communicate with mm. the person. I have to walk with the person. So if we have been called as friends, that means that we don't just come to God, we communicate with Him by studying His Word. Mm. We are always in His presence, fellowshipping with Him. That is the only way we, we move from just being slaves to being friends. And Amen. it is on relationship that partnership is built. Amen. So if we develop that relationship with Christ, Amen. we are His friends, and then yeah. we build a partnership. When there is a partnership, one does not make a decision without the other. Yeah. And so if anything is going to happen in this world because of the partnership and the friendship that mm. we have with Christ, he reveals unto us. Yes. And we pray. And Amen. it happens. Yeah. And so you have been called as a friend. 
to God. We are friends of God. We have a relationship. And so wherever we are in our Christian life, we want to build upon that relationship. Because that is where we have partnership with Christ. It goes on to verse 16 to say that, um, if we go to the verse 16, it says, You have not chosen me. I like the fact that it says, we, we did not choose ourselves. Yep. But I have chosen you. God chose us. I told I, when I was reading this, I was like, okay, if I was to choose myself, I would look at all my limitations. Yep. We would say we are not qualified. We would say we, we cannot speak well. We would say we are not bold enough. We would say we don't have what it takes to be friends of God. But glory be to God, he chose us because he saw something in us. God has chosen you. You are a chosen generation. He sees something in you. You are not an ordinary person. He does not look at your limitations because he has chosen you. Amen. Wow. That's deep. That's, that's so deep. We never chose ourselves. If it's about, if it's about we choosing ourselves, I don't, I don't think I'll be standing here by now. I used to be a, stereo, a serious stammerer. I had issue with even how to talk. I was taught how to speak. Yeah. But God is so gracious. Someone like me can now take my time to properly articulate my statements to you. It is just the doing of the Lord. Hallelujah. And just continue from where my wife got to. God hasn't just chosen us, but he says that, but I have chosen you and I have appointed you and placed you and purposefully planted you. You know, God has intentioned... God is intentional. Tell somebody God is intentional. Oh, the person didn't hear you. God is intentional. So that you would go and bear fruits and keep on bearing. God has called us into fruit bearing business. If you don't know how to bear fruits, beloved, you are not in the business with Christ. We need to bear fruits. And not just bearing any fruit. Fruits that will last. Fruits that will remain. Fruits that will abide. Because strength is not of you. It is not him that will it. But it is Christ who has chosen us, called us, empowered us, purposefully planted us. And he is the one moving through us to fulfill his purpose, to bear fruit. Fruit that will remain. There are people who bear fruit, but they do not remain. But for us, we bear a fruit, and that fruit remains because that fruit is the fruit of Christ. Hallelujah. So today, these are some few things that we want to share with you. That one, we are God's friends, and because we are God's friends, he has also chosen and called us. And he doesn't look at your limitation. He doesn't look at the things you are going through. He doesn't look at your weakness. What does he look at is himself, and that he is able to use you to fulfill his purpose. And that whatever you sow, will be blessed and it shall really last and abide. And baby, the last thing I want to add. Yes, add you know, baby. When, when we, we, we bear fruits. Mm. Fruits are plugged, right? Yep. If you bear fruit and no one plugs the fruit, it just goes bad. Yep. So when we bear fruits, people should see the fruit and they should want to get the fruit. Amen. In our workplaces, wherever we've, in our schools, in our jobs, wherever we find ourselves, people should see us and love to pluck us as fruit. May the Lord help us as we grow in Him. Amen. Amen. God bless you. And please, fire starters, enjoy yourself. This, this is your moment. This is your moment. Since I came yesterday, I've been telling you guys, this is your moment. Grasp it. Allow yourself. This is a school of ministry. Amen. Avail yourself to be trained. 
You know, maybe you might be amazed how me and my wife are just preaching how、um, Kojo and another papa who is coming, I love that man so much, they will be talking, you know, it's school of ministry and Papa Dave and Mama Jenny took their time to really build us up. So grasp it, avail yourself, and when you move out of here, you realize that God has deposited so much in you. God bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you. Wow. Just think, others are going to pluck you, the fruit off you. They're going to pluck the fruit off you. I like that. Hallelujah.、Uh, then we have Sepha and Jesse that are going to come. And uh, from uh, alumni. And、uh, we're so blessed. Love your outfit. Hallelujah. Bless you guys. And、uh, so you live in the Twin Cities now. So when you first moved, you moved to the St. Cloud area. And now you're in the Twin Cities area. And what, what are you doing in the Twin Cities? I work for, I work for a, a credit card slash gift card printing company. Okay. And my job is director of engineering. Ooh, all right, all right. What a blessing. Yes, amen. And I should say, how many children do you have? Three. Three children, all、yes. right. Wonderful children. Yes. And Sefa, you have a job as well. Where are you working right now?、Uh, so I work with Treehouse Foods.、Um, <coughs> excuse me.、Uh, I'm a continuous improvement manager, so I still, Jesse is still my boss.、Um, <laughs> um, and, and I'm also an、um, ordained pastor, AG, and so.、Uh-huh. Um, uh, we serve both ways um,、okay. um, in ministry and,、uh, and also、uh, in the corporate setting. Yeah.、Uh, which、uh, we love. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, but it's God's work and, and we love it. So. Amen. So you have your corporate jobs, but then also you're kind of reaching, you're doing some other ministry.、Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe pioneering a church someday or thinking、yes. of that. Yes.、Um, We, so, many of you know, we also pioneered like international waters, more multicultural、uh, ministry.、Yeah. Uh, we served.、Um, and that was in St. Cloud. St. Cloud. So, in Sartell,、yeah. but it's about、uh, 15, minutes, yeah. Yeah. 15 minutes from St. Cloud. Yeah.、Um, uh, this was prior before we moved、uh, south、uh, of the Twin Cities area. So, we, we live in Farmington. Um, and we're plugged into River Valley Church. It's also an AG church、uh-huh. uh, that we love to serve there. So um, um, we're looking to how God is going to be unfolding, what the、yeah. next area of ministry looks like.、Yeah. Uh, we've got opportunity as of now to be speaking in different places you know, that we get to、yeah. be. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun、uh, uh, and exciting and, and learning a lot. Amen. Amen. And we're just so blessed to have you back here today, too. So you guys, you guys、uh, just share a minute, all right?、Thank、Let's、you. go ahead. Um, I'm going to kick it off first, and then I'll have Jesse、um, join in.、Uh, Pastor Dave, I want to say thank you.、Uh, I, so, this is not like a formality that all of us are、uh, saying thank you to you and Mama Jeannie.、Um, it comes from a very grateful heart.、Yes. Um, hearts that have not only been taught, but have been very imparted and impacted. And that's how we felt、um, for、uh, most of the times while we were here and even being away.、Um, we, we, we were in const, constant、um, you know, talk and communication with you all. And so thank you. There's a scripture in Isaiah that says that your sons and your daughters will come from the distant shores. And it says they will come with smiles on their faces. You know, and so it's a great thing that today you're seeing sons and daughters come from different places with、yes. smiles on our faces. And it's a joy to just like,、um, you know, like we we're saying that to come home.
Um, and so this is a way to honor you and Mama Jeannie, honor you, the church, um, and how, how wonderful you've been. Pastor Randing is just awesome. Pastor Randing came to see us, um, him and his family in Farmington. It was a joy to see, to see him as well. So how good that is. And so thank you again. Um, it's always good to be back here. Um, Jesse, what do you want to um, go ahead and add well, to that? Well, I just want to reiterate the same thing. It's been a blessing. There's no place. I call this home, just like everyone has said. You know, this is, it brings back so much memories. You know, I still have a jacket, Mama Jeannie, you gave me when I came here. And um, I'm not giving it away, <laughs> ever. Because it just brings me so much memory. I still wear it. And um, we learned a lot being here. One of the things that you won't believe is we learned a lot of boldness here, Mama Jeannie. One thing I picked from both of you is don't be afraid to share your faith everywhere you are at. Can you believe that a whole president of my business comes to my office and is bawling and we pray in my office? So I just want to say that there's a lot of your fruit is being plucked. Amen. Yeah, there you go. Uh, thank you, Jesse. And, and truly, that's what it is. Um, there's so many stories that we can tell um, about just the love that we've, we've had from you uh, and we continue to receive from you. Uh, part of that um, is in John 16. Um, do you have a New Living Translation um, that, that we can then take your time? Um, if you do have a New Living Translation, that would be great. If not, that's totally fine, too. We can read from here. Uh, so, yeah, let's do this. Let's leave this one on. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. I love that. And he will tell you things to come. Isn't that wonderful? Like we're not serving a God who is into hiding things from us. You know, like he wants to reveal things. To us. There we go. Um, New Living Translation. So he says, he will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. All that belongs to the Father, Jesus is speaking here, is mine. So Jesus says, everything that is God's or Father's is mine. And look at what he says. This is why I said the Spirit tells you whatever, will tell you whatever he receives from me. He's in, in essence saying that what belongs to the Father is mine, Jesus. And I'm talking to you now, and that belongs to you as well. But I'm going to just, um, just you now go back and forth just a little bit. So when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. And it's part of what um, Albert um, and you and your wife were talking about, the fact that guiding is a process of time. And sometimes knowing and being impacted by truth doesn't come by just being in church one time or just coming to Firestarters the one time. It's a mentoring relationship. So Jesus was everything while he was here on earth, but he could not be omnipresent. So he could not be everywhere at every time. So he says, I'm going to go, but it's good because then you can have someone, a person who can be everywhere. And he says he would mentor you through life. He will mentor you through everything, through church, through fire starters, through being on campus, through uh, being in evangelism. And he will come to a place where you will begin to know the truth that comes from Jesus that will be able to um, set you apart, that will be able to make you free. But the theme is he will guide you, okay? So it's not a one-time just studying the Bible, but it's a process of daily going to him and listening to what he says so that he can bring you to the point of absolute truth. I just want to, that word guide, other version says he will lead you. 
And as I was thinking about it, I was thinking of how do I allow my husband, for example, to lead me if I don't respect him, if I don't trust him, if I'm not willing to be submissive to him. And so the Holy Spirit leading us and guiding us means that we have to come to a place where we trust him, where we are submissive to his guidance. He says, move left, you move left. He says, pause, you pause. He says, speak, you speak. He says, pray in the moment and you pray. And so I just want to say that as God is guiding us, we want to be attentive, we want to be submissive, and we want to allow ourselves to trust his guidance as well. I love that. Um, part of him guiding us is, 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 and is also telling us, number one, who God is or showing us who God is, uh, but also showing you who you are and then telling you or showing you what God has for you. So what God has for you is this. Pastor Dave would always say, God never has a bad day planned for you. So let that stick in your heart. Let's say, so you have to ponder that in your heart. So part of the truth of God is not that God is setting you up with bad things in order to show how good he is. He doesn't have that. So he guiding you through the truth is just like Jesse says, you're intimate with him. You're being submissive to him. And he begins to tell you life is going to be better. God's going to come through for you. Amen. It's not always going to be like this. As he used to say that you can go anywhere from here. You know, so God is taking us and you all through places. And what that means is that maybe at some point you're not certain of the future. And maybe you're, you're an industrial engineering student at SDSU and you don't know what to do. Just he's done things like work as a, you know, a, 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 in a hotel, you know, like cleaning rooms and all of that. And maybe God lifts her up and becomes a process engineer uh, through that and then she becomes a quality engineer okay and then now she's a director of engineering what the truth of God and him guiding us is it looks like that it's a process of time now I'll tell you what it's it's not been easy but we've always believed that God's got good things for us now I don't know if you guys know Taylor Corp but they own Minnesota Timberwolves so, so that's, yeah, you know, and uh, so she's got connection to Glenn Taylor and things like that, and they do things with Google and Apple. But this is just the fringes of God's ways, the little things that he does to show us the glory of God. And so if you're here, uh, believe in God, you know, that is he going to do it for me? We're not saying we have the formula. The formula is Jesus, Amen. and the formula is him guiding us with his spirit into all the truth. Do you want to close that up, Jess, for us? This is great. I, I just want to end by saying there's just one truth. And the truth is Jesus. The truth is Jesus loves you. The truth is Jesus accepts you for who you are. The truth is Jesus is never going to leave you nor forsake you. The truth is that Jesus cares for you. The truth is that Jesus thinks about you every minute of your life. The truth is that Jesus knows every hair on your head. Hallelujah. And so I just want to remind you that God... He knows the beginning. He knows the future from now. He sees what's in front of you. All you got to do is just trust the truth today. And the truth is God's word. And so we just want to pray for you, if you don't mind.
Father, we're so grateful. Such a glorious presence um, in this place. Yes, Kradolo Sorabatasias. And so, Father, we thank you for the spirit of freedom. It was so wonderful to come here. And the first song is freedom. And so we're free. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. And so we declare all over this place that the confused mind is receiving clarity in the name of Jesus. Father, the person that has thrown in the towel, Father, there's an extension of hope. There's there's hope for a tree that at the scent of water, it will sprout again. And so in the name Jesus. Father, let the water of your word go deep down into every root, every heart that has given up so there'll be hope again that comes up in the name of Jesus, heavenly Father. And as we do that, we come against every plans of the enemy that sows doubt and deceit. And we're coming out victorious as sons and daughters of God. And we will march on and receive what God has for us. We're so grateful, heavenly Father. You're a great God, and we salute you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, some of you are joining us uh, maybe from other countries. It's the same word for you as well. He's on your side. He's got good things planned for you. He changes us and anoints us to walk in his image. And so we just want to encourage you, wherever you're joining us today, that he's with you where you're at right now. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. And, and uh, he's moving today in power and might. Hallelujah. Power and might. Power and might in Jesus' name. So we're going to do this. You know, we do this in conferences as well. Uh, it's just fun how, how uh, the Lord has kind of orchestrated this day. But I want uh, th- those that have just spoken, just come on up again. Couples, come on up. And, um, and we're all just going to listen for a minute. And uh, as far as if there's a word. Yeah, just come on toward the center here. Come on right toward the center, right toward the center here. Uh, so I want you to listen if, if God gives you a word. And I'm talking about a word of knowledge, maybe for healing in a person's life someplace, if uh, a situation in their life. Yeah, Philomena, come on up. And uh, uh, so if you don't have anything, that's, that's okay. But we're just going to listen. And Roger said before he has something, and maybe you might have something. You're sitting there. If you have a word, just, just come on up and join us a second, all right? If you're talking about a word of, um, a word of knowledge for healing or something on that order. So, so we're just going to listen. God is good, amen. I love how the Lord works. So uh, if, if any of you have, first of all, the speakers, if any of you have something that maybe comes to your mind for uh, somebody here that needs prayer today, give me a, any of you speakers have anything that comes to your mind? Let's just wait a minute. You got something? Okay. Um, so I, weeping may endure through the night. Joy comes in the morning. And I feel a woman um, that is still weeping. God says that the joy is coming. And so I want to pray. I feel like I know who that person is literally. But I'm still going to pray so I don't call anyone. But I'm going to pray, Heavenly Father, would you let the comfort of your joy um, come to, to this person? The scripture says that you will not leave us as orphans. But you will come to us. You'll literally like walk to us. And so I pray for the comfort of Jesus that it will, it will come. It, it will walk to you that today there will be a good embrace 
um, and that and that the times of of weeping would cease and joy comes in walking to you for a good embrace um, like today I w- would would end uh, would mark the end of uh, uh, of weeping in your life um, so so we pray that blessing of Jesus over you in Jesus name amen and so in just a minute you'll they'll have time to come up too so as they say that something uh, hits your heart you're going to be able to come up and have prayer uh, up here praise the Lord you know when when I was ministering the Lord told me I quoted from Isaiah he said I'll keep in perfect peace okay. and it seemed there's somebody who is anxious but the Lord says He's giving you peace. No matter the storm you're going through now, but his peace is rest assured in your hearts now. And I'm praying for you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your peace. There's a restoration right now in the name of Jesus. And I rebuke the spirit of fear right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And I declare that you receive the peace of God into your heart. The peace that surpasses our understanding. Is garnishing your heart right now in the name of the Lord yes. Jesus. That demon is going out of you right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Father. And from today going, you are going to experience that peace of God in your heart. Yep. The peace that surpasses all understanding. That's, right. That's what the Lord says. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, I was going to say there is someone who is thinking about the past. You are wallowing in your past. But glory be to God, you have been chosen. You don't have to look at what happened in the past. Because you are no more in the past. You are a new creation in him. And that is what God is. I don't know who you are. But if you are here and you are heartbroken and you feel like because of my past sins or because of the things that happened in my past, I'm not worthy to be in his presence. You are worthy. He has called you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, I see someone with a heavy mouth. And whilst um, our, our, our brethren were ministering, it's like God has opened somebody's mouth, okay? And God is depositing words in your mouth. You know, I've been to a state where I was like, I don't want to really operate in the prophetic. Because it got to a point, I feel like, yes, in as much as I can get more accurate, there were certain times my interpretation might be a little bit some way. So I went before God in prayer and I was like, God, can you just let me go and do away with the prophetic, you know? But it's, it's like something God has already called me in and I can't do without it. It just comes, you know? And I see somebody's here, your mouth has been open and God is just depositing words mysteries into your mouth as you stand you speak and you are prophetically um, speaking into the atmosphere and it is changing courses but you are here and you are saying that i don't think i am capable i don't think i can but god says that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters god is waiting on you if today you would avail yourself open up your spirit and really open your mouth he will bring the word out of your mouth you know it's not about you it's about him and his purpose for his church so if you are here please um whilst the prayers are going on kindly come if you are here and you feel like you have been called into the prophetic ministry the prophetic gift but you are so scared you are so shy or you some of you your your palms you are, you are beginning to feel some heat in your palm that's the gift of healing i see god giving some people gift of healing if you lay hands 
healing will take place, but you are scared. Sometimes when you are praying, when you are lonely and you are praying, you begin to feel all heat all around. It is the energy of the Holy Ghost. If you come here and you avail yourself, you will like that God will launch you into another realm. Amen. 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 Jeannie's hands just get hot. She put her hands on me. It's like, it's like a coal. I, I just feel like God wants to dwell on truth. Someone is battling with truth here. And um, if you don't feel comfortable, you can talk to me after. But someone is battling with two, two truths. One is my truth. The other is God's truth. And I just want to dwell on it that there's only one truth. And so, Father, I pray that you will show that individual a sign. I pray that someone will speak to them casually and confirm your word in their lives. In the name of Jesus Christ, I come against every spirit of confusion in the name of Jesus. I speak against every voice that says, this is my truth in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that may your word supersede every every other voice in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that may that individual, oh God, experience coincidence over coincidence upon coincidence in the name of Jesus Christ, that it would be irresistible to accept the truth of God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you, Holy Spirit, that your word is standing sure today and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I had to write mine down. 11.30 last night, I wake up and I think of a number. I'm wondering, where the heck did that come from? So I just rolled over and went back to sleep. And an hour later, I woke up and the same number was there. So the third time that happened... I got up and I wrote it down. Because the Lord says, write it down. The number is 5346. Now, what that is, I don't know. It could be your address. It could be the last four numbers of your social security number or whatever. It might be your birth date. But it's the, the, uh, yeah, the phone number. It might be the last four in your phone number. But what the Lord wants to tell you is that you've been standing and waiting for something. And it's taken forever and a day to get here. Mm. Well... It's, it's coming yeah. very soon. Yeah. You're going to have it very soon. You know, and any one of us would be glad to pray with you. And if you're, you know, if you're watching us on video, you can claim it too. It's, it's, there's no distance and no right. rhyme in God. He'll, he'll take care of you wherever you're at. So, right. you know, and it's his knowledge. It's not our words of knowledge. Yeah. It's his words of knowledge. Right. And then while I'm up at, at quarter to three writing that down, somebody has some pain in their lower right leg. And, I, you know, it could be in the foot, too. It's lower right leg or into the foot. you got pain. Yeah. And um, somebody's got a tough situation that they're going through, mm. and they need to make a decision. And they don't want to necessarily make the decision, and they don't know which way to go for sure. Yeah. You know, but God knows for sure, and he'll give you the peace yeah. and comfort to help you make that decision. Yes. And then this morning when I'm in the Word, I hear somebody has lower back pain. It is real low. I mean, it's down below the belt even. So it's kind of like hip bone to hip or hip socket to hip socket that you're having a lot of pain. And God's in the healing business. He's in the healing business. Yes, he is. You don't have to take it home. That's right. You can leave it here. That's right. And anybody watching us, all these things, if some of these things speak to you, just take it to heart as well because it's for you. You can receive right where you're at. Mine is a little unusual, I guess, but 
I want to share with you an acronym, P-O-O-R, POOR, which uh, stands for, this is the proper definition, (laughs) it means passing over opportunities regularly. Mm. Think about that. I mean, what's the opposite of poor, rich, and full? And when we heard these people share this morning, every one of them were talking about these opportunities that they maybe didn't even want to grab, but they took them and their lives became rich and full. And I don't know what area it is in your life. It might be a couple different areas that we're procrastinating. We're putting things off like, uh, not today, maybe tomorrow. Don't keep passing over the opportunities. And every opportunity, like this morning, to get prayer, to be healed, to get into the word, to get into the presence, to engage with the Holy Spirit. Don't, you know, the Bible says, out of his fullness have we all received in grace for grace. So don't be one of those passing over opportunities regularly. (laughs) Amen. 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 We're going to put on some soft piano music. All right. And uh, just one second. Healing, um, liver. Whilst um, Roger was speaking, I I just saw, it was like the the Spirit of the Lord opened my eyes into the system of a woman. And it's like you've just been declared that you have issue with your liver. Liver problem. And the person is accepting that lie. God says that you tell you, you are healed. Amen. And if you are such a person, while the prayer is ongoing, please come. Let us pray for you. Because your liver can't be cancerous. God has created a perfect system for you. And he's ready and ever willing to heal you of every liver cancer. So don't believe it. Just come and let's pray because God is the greatest healer. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Healing. Healing. Pain. Liver, that could be somebody online. I just want to just want to invite you to come. Maybe maybe it wasn't even mentioned what you might need prayer for, but I want to invite you to come if you have any needs. I want to invite you to come if you want a blessing, just just for them to lay hands on you. They're here today in Brookings, South Dakota. Roger, of course, Deb and are here all the time, but but uh, just come on up, Amen. So, Father, we thank you for the service. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you for how you're ministering to our hearts. We thank you for this is a day of opportunity. And Lord, that we step forward just to follow you with all of our hearts. Thank you for healings, miracles, Lord, supernatural works, Lord. Thank you for what you're doing, Father. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for your touch on all of our lives. Lord, you're not keeping us where we're at. We're changing all the time. We're so glad about that. Thank you, Lord. We're friends. You're telling us things. You're guiding us. Lord, as people pray here, we just thank you for your grace. For your grace. For your touch. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So you can come and sit in the front row if you want to wait for... Uh, for somebody else, uh, if you're waiting, just come on up. Just just come on up and be ready. So people will come and uh, you can be ministered to. And they will minister with God's grace and love. And it will be a blessing. 
If those numbers spoke to you here, you should come, but maybe they spoke to you online, and you can, you can receive. Just know that your answer is coming, that God has heard your prayers, and that something is happening by the Holy Spirit. It's happening in Jesus' name. Pain is leaving in the name of Jesus. You should come if you need prayer for that. We invite you. We invite you to come. Be blessed. Be ministered to. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You can put that just a little louder. The music there, yeah. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. And when there's an opening, when someone finishes prayer, someone else can step up and be touched. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that's great. You're sitting, coming in the front. That's good. Thank you for your touch, Jesus. Your touch makes us whole. <laughs> we receive. We receive, Jesus. We receive. Mm. We're so grateful, Lord. We receive in Jesus' name. We receive. We receive. We receive. We receive. Just have your heart open. Got any need, just come. The Bible would say, come boldly before the throne of grace. So come boldly here and receive help. We receive. We receive, Lord. And we say thank you, Jesus. We receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we receive. It's the God of the impossible. He is doing miracles today. Miracles today. In Jesus' name. It's not an accent you're here, not an accent you're listening or watching. He's doing miracles today. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for your miracle touch, for your grace. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. It's a spot here where Abigail's at. If someone wants to come up for Abigail, that prayer. Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.